I am so 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 happy that you guys that have uh, managed to come on this journey with me have made it this far to season two. I am so so thankful. You can't even imagine. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast, and hopefully, um, and now that school started, hopefully I'll get more listeners. That's the hope. That's the dream. That's the that's the cause. You know, this is season two. I don't have a guest this week because you know school things. I've got GCSEs. I'm in year eleven. I'm busy. So this episode is actually coming out late. It's coming out Wednesday, I'm recording this on Wednesday, it's coming out Wednesday. I do not edit this podcast, it's real and raw and, you know, unedited, uncut, as they like to say. So, yeah, that's a good thing. So I I talk for an hour and then I post it out and hopefully guys enjoy it. But yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, a lot of topics. School has started, I took a week and a half off because, you know, GCSEs and things. And I wanted to have a little break before I started season two and get all my guests and affairs in order because, you know, we're going to have big things, big things. People say it with me, three, two, one, big things. Okay. Um, big things in the podcast. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do big things, you know? We're gonna we're gonna get guests on that I never thought I'd be able to get, you know, we're gonna we're gonna this is this is the, the stages of manifesting what you want in life by saying it. You know? We're doing that. We're do we're doing that. So um yeah this is season two guys and um yeah let's get into it. So you know what we do it's not changed that much from season one. I just wanted a new start, new fresh start since school has started, and we reached episode ten on um, season one. If you haven't gone to listen that to that, go over back and go and listen to that. I would really appreciate it. So yeah, that was season one. I was called the Roadman Nun. I was basically talking about how like the beginning of school and giving you all the rundown the details and all that is a bit of a boring episode to like if you well school's already started but yeah um i was just going to do what schools no it wasn't a boring episode because it had me in it um so but yeah anyway um <clears throat> let's get into it so it's not changed that much from season one we're gonna still still do the same thing where we go on the bbc news app and we go and look through the latest headlines and just roast the life out of them so here's the first one. Um, coronavirus, second national lockdown would be disastrous, PM says. Prime Minister, Mr. Boris Johnson, Mr. Johnson, Boris, Barry, um, Boris, Boris, B, Boris, that one, yeah. Um, a second national lockdown, no, let me, actually, let me do it in my smooth radio voice, you know, let, let's do it in a smooth radio voice. A second national lockdown would have been likely to have this would be likely to have disastrous financial consequences for the UK, the Prime Minister has said. Appearing on a committee of MPs, Boris Johnson said the government was doing everything in our power to prevent another national lockdown. This is why new restrictions, such as the rule of six, were necessary to defeat the disease, he said. The PM also admitted there was not enough testing capacity. Earlier, he blamed a colossal spike in demand for ongoing problems in accessing tests and the results being delayed. 
On Wednesday, coronavirus cases in the UK increased by 3,991, taking the total to uh, 378,219, according to figures from the government. A further 20 people have died within 28 days of testing positive for COVID-19. This brings the total deaths by this criteria to 41,684. So, uh, rule of sticks, um, let me just break this down for you. The smooth radio voice has um, been turned off. We're just going back to normal. Let me go, let me, rule of six. Basically, um, people from not this, people that are not in the same family, the, big, the biggest amount of people that you can have, barring school, is six people. So, unless that we are family in school. Imagine, like, your whole class of 30s or related to you in some way. No, it's basically like people that are not in your immediate family, um, who are not in your meeting up with them, the maximum you can have is six. That's the rule of six. So wait, let's just take a minute. Let me, they said 378,219 people have, um, have caught coronavirus since, you know, coronavirus started. And then... 41,684 people have died. Let me just pull out the calculator for a second. Okay. 378,219 divided by 41,684. Let's see. Wow. That is a lot of people. That is about almost a tenth. That's an that's almost a tenth of the people who have caught coronavirus have died. Let's do this as um a percentage. Forty one thousand six hundred eighty four divided by um thirty three hundred and so that is 11.02112797%. That is more than a tenth. That is more than a tenth of people in the UK who have caught coronavirus have died. So this thing is not a joke. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's, it's scary. It's scary. Um, so yeah, keep your PP on. Peep, peep your PP on. Oh my gosh. Keep your PPE on. <laughs> keep your ppe on and stay safe you know keep your ppe on and stay safe you know um yeah don't don't be like actually no i've got something to mention like any six formers listening to this podcast right now i've got a bone to pick with you okay i was in my drama class last week you know i love drama not so much anymore because everything is writing due to um Okay, it's gotten better. We actually did some drama this week. But, like, the first couple weeks, the first couple drama lessons were boring because all you did was write and did a few still images. It wasn't the best. But, you know, we're getting back into it now. But as I was saying, I was trying to say that um, we were in the drama class last week and a bunch of sixth formers walked past our classroom in upstairs A block, which is a block where you have P and drama music. It's like your arts the arts and then like your activities your the activities block you know and um about a group of 20 like well i didn't really see them but my teacher was literally screaming every three seconds at the door like put your masks on she said she saw about 26 formers walk past that room like i don't know if they're all at the same time or like 
individually or in like smaller groups. I don't know. But like she said, there was a total of about 26 formers who weren't wearing masks. And she would literally go, put on your mask and they would just carry on walking as if they owned the floor that they were walking on crazy i know no regard for anyone else no regard for yourself no regard for your family no regard for it's just it's just stupidity and selfishness oh i don't want to wear my mask because um my makeup oh i don't want to wear my mask because my glasses get foggy oh i don't want to wear my mask because no one cares about your makeup no one cares about your glasses i wear glasses too and i'll tell you they fog up for life okay but you don't see me complaining I wear my mask to protect those I love at home, those I love at school, like my friends, and like those that are around me, you know, I do it, that's the whole point, so you need to look after yourself, just because you think that you're above it, and just because eh, it's not cool to wear a mask, no one cares, no one cares with your, about coolness when you're suffering, man, no one cares, and that, that's the guilt that's going to be on your head when you come and bring it home to someone that you love, um, potentially, and then yeah something terrible could happen so keep your mask on okay if everyone from year seven to eleven year seven year eight year nine year ten and year eleven can all wear masks on their face six formers can too i promise okay it's not even that it's 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 it's, it's not even it's not it's not even that hard okay it's not even that hard so yeah um so basically, let's go back to the BBC News report. Rant over. Coronavirus second national um, lockdown would be disastrous. So, um, why? Why does he think that this would be disaster? Why would it be a disaster? Amid the increase in a smooth radio voice. One second, I just need to. Amid the increase in coronavirus cases, Mr Johnson was asked by the Commons Liaison Committee whether the UK could afford another national lockdown. Mr Johnson said, I don't want a second national lockdown. I think it would be completely wrong for this country and we are going to do everything in our power to prevent it. And can we afford it? I very much doubt that. The financial consequences would be anything but disastrous, but we have to make sure that we defeat the disease by means that we have set out. So I see people arguing against the rule of six or saying that government is coming too hard on individual liberties and so on. I totally understand that and I sympathise with that, but we must defeat we, we, no, sorry, one second. I need, but we must, must defeat this disease. For Monday, new rules came into force restricting indoor and outdoor gatherings in England and Scotland and indoor groups in Wales. So basically, this is another example of why humanity is so messed up. Ew, I can't go up with the lads to the pub. This rule of six thing is nonsense. I want to go and have a pint with the lads. No one cares about your pint when people are dying, Paul. Bill, Mark, no one cares, okay? Eee, I, 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 I wanted to go to this flower convention with the, with the gals at the weekend. Oh, I, I, no one cares, Marjorie. No one cares, Marge. No one cares, Betty. No one cares, Sandy. No one cares, okay? No one cares. People are out here dying in these streets. Um, and then this is the capitalist society that we're living in and if you don't know what capitalist means basically it just means like the the world the the, the society revolves around individual businesses and profit and money and it's just basically money 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 can we afford it i very much doubt that the financial consequences would be anything but disastrous oh so you uh, mr johnson so your economy is that is what you're worrying about not that people are dying 
Is that is that what it is? The the incomini the incom incomini incomini. This is how vexed I'm getting. I'm saying I'm saying words that are not words. Incomini incomini. The econ. Breathe. The economy. It means more to you than people's lives. Oh, and then like just to cover it up. Oh, but we have to make sure that we defeat this disease by the means that we have set out. Means that you've set out. You're still letting people go out to the pub. What means have you set out? Huh? You open the pubs. Before you open schools. What? <sighs> Capitalist society has its finest. Second national lockdown extremely unlikely. A, se- a second national lockdown is, is extremely unlikely for two reasons. Firstly, it's hugely damaging to the economy. Mm, of course, of course, that's the first thing that you mentioned. Oh, but, 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 but wait! Oh, not just the economy and education and to wider our health for reasons other than COVID. Does that mean like mental health? I guess so. Um, you only need to look at the latest figures for failing cancer referrals, the hours spent out of school and the rising unemployment to see the cost of the UK's spring lockdown. Secondly, the government and its medical advisors have a much better grasp of the virus. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Current infection rates and hospitalizations remain much lower than they were in the spring, and despite the problems with testing, there's a pretty there's pretty rich data on exactly where the virus is and how quickly it's spreading. Even if things get worse, officials are quite confident that the NHS will cope. They said that when we went into lockdown as well, and um what happened? That's what I thought. Um, but that does not mean there won't be further restrictions. A ban of gatherings of more than six people could be just the first step. Um, there is also talking about curfews, forcing hospitality venues to close at 10 in the night. This tactic was used in Belgium to curb the rise in cases has been deployed to tackle outbreaks in Bolton. At this stage, it's unlikely that we'll, that this will be used nationally. So... Curfew? Does that mean like nightlife would die? Doesn't that just completely go against their whole like um anti-inflation scheme? Like uh let's 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 help the 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 self-employed people like okay like not self-employed but let's help the smaller businesses like your small night your average small nightclub your average small bar your da 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 and you're now closing all of those down and then like but you won't close the pub on a Sunday. Um, don't know, but maybe they are going to close pubs. Maybe pubs are already cl- pubs. Maybe pubs are already closed already. Um, send me a message on Teams if you like Mercedes. What are you talking about? The pub is closed, but I don't think it is. I do not think it is because the government eating scheme is still like happening, right? Like where you get like half price on like certain days. I'm not sure. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. I t- to be honest, I feel like this is all just revolving revolving around money. I feel like um, just even if a lockdown was needed, the government would elongate it as much as possible purely down to their economy and their wallets um, over the life of the people. I am a very socialist person, if you don't know. I have I, I, I believe in a lot of socialist... Um, notions socialist ideology yeah i follow that a lot i feel like life of the people should should come before money every single time um in every circumstance um 
So yeah, Mr. Johnson goes out about more nonsense about how he doesn't want to go on lockdown, blah, 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 blah. Let's go on to a more pressing topic. Something that me and you hopefully would, you know, be having interest in. Examinations. Dun, dun, dun. The earth is quaking, people are fainting, you know, it's just madness out here. Exams. Bane of my existence. The reason why I probably prematurely go grey. The reason why I probably start balding, even though I'm female. Where do I start? Off call, need to all be, like, just... I, sorry, brain malfunctioning. I just, I can't physically can't i physically cannot get my head around them re- no no let me do it. i physically can't get my head around their lack of reasoning their lack of thought their lack of understanding not just for us as students in school but for our mental health for our for our physical health because you know as your mental health deteriorates your physical health deteriorates have you i don't think you guys have understand the kind of stress where you don't feel like eating for three days straight because you are literally sweating buckets about an exam that is coming for you okay um i don't think you have if, if you have felt that you would understand so basically what these people are doing is let me take a subject. Let me take English. I'm going to go through a few. Let me take English, for example. English exam, okay? They have gotten rid of one piece. This is called Inspectacles. That is a piece that we have spent um, a lot of time over lockdown doing. Actually, no, let me think. All of lockdown doing. Oh, and actually, before lockdown doing as well. And, oh, actually, we did a workshop on Inspectacles as well. And then, of course, comes... You know what? You know that um Shakespeare stuff that you haven't started. Yeah, love. You need that's mandatory. Love. You actually have to do that. Like you have about a, just a few months. You have like till April to get all that done. Love. I'm so sorry. Like so sorry. And then you move over to um and then they get rid of in spectacles and then they keep all the poetry because you know unseen poetry is uh yeah it's mandatory love like that it's just something we cannot change like you just need to know how to analyze poetry from the 1800s it's, it's just it's just needed you know it's needed you know actually no no a lot of piece from like the 1940s like with common english no 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 love like what kind of books are you going to read with your everyday english in them like none obviously Oh, that, just oh, you you see that um oh yeah that Percy Shelley guy yeah from the eighteen hundreds he wrote some lovely poems he did you know what you need to understand what hastos means and then like um and nonsense absolute nonsense oh and that's not even bad enough we move over to mathematics okay mathematics the mathematic of the the I'm getting vexed like. In spittle is forming right now. I need to calm down. <laughs> I need to calm down. You move over to math. Oh, and off call went, um, you know what? I'm not changing anything. Can't be bothered. They can do the exams at the exact same time and they can keep all, you know, all the, all the material. Just keep all of it, you know. Let's make sure that they have strokes the week before their exams. Let's make sure that they physically cannot go any longer, you know. Let's, let's just drain them to the point where September comes next year and you're going to sixth form. You'll be like, you know what, I'm going to just sit this one out. You know what, I'm going to sit this one out. 
So maths does not change at all. Do exams at the exact same time. Have all the same material. Of course, they didn't even make anything easier for us. No, no, you know what? It's not us doing the exams, so who cares? Oh, and then we move over to um, French. Yes, a language. Oh, you know what? Mercedes, what is the most important thing in a language? Oh, and I would go, mm, I think to be able to speak it and understand it, right? Yeah, you need to be able to, if you're going to France, I think the most important thing is for you to be able to speak to someone in French. Don't you think? Not to read it, not to write it. Listening, yes, listen and speak. Those are two, the most two important things. But reading and writing, on your average holiday to a French-speaking country, when are you going to need to read or write anything? When do I even have to read or write anything on holiday in the UK? Nothing! Never! But you know what? Of course, went, mm. You know what? You know that speaking exam? Yeah, you know the one where they, they actually use skills that they're going to use when they go to French-speaking countries? Not that, that reading and writing stuff where like, they'll probably never use it. You, you know the speaking one? The speaking one? You know the one where they say, je parle le français, the stuff? Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. You know what, bun it. Just like that. What? You, no, no, you heard me right. Just bun it. Just get rid of it. It's not needed. You know what? Too easy marks, you know, easy, too easy marks. They can prepare too much for it. It's too easy. We need to make sure that they literally um, die before the exams. Like this one, just bun it, bun it, bun it, bun it. You know, we don't, we don't need no speaking exams. They don't need to. They don't. They don't. Do they? They don't need to know how to pronounce their words in French. Who cares? Who cares? No, no. So here I am sitting here with the only part of French that I'm able to pass. And they just burned the whole thing. They bend it. They bend it. <sighs> so I'm stressed. Then you move over to drama. Drama. Dr- drama. Yeah. Everyone loves a bit of drama. Actually, to be honest, drama's not too bad. They've now made it into groups of your groups of one, lol. Group of one, which is called a monologue. So you can do a piece by yourself it's called a monologue so you have three components in drama you have component one which is um creative so you think you're given a stimuli and you have to make a piece on it so if there's one person it's from one it's from like two to five minutes if it's two people it's like seven to ten minutes if it's three people it's ten to twelve minutes and so i mean there's only, you can only do a monologue, which is one person, a duologue, which is two people, and a group of three. And a trialogue? A trialogue. We'll call it a trialogue. I don't think that's correct, but we'll call it a trio. Trio. Three people. Um, and component one is like creative. You, you get given a stimuli and you make your own piece. Then component two, you, you, the teachers would recommend a script or like a piece for you to learn and then you go and perform it. And then component three is a written exam, okay? So component one, they've reduced the grip. So usually your grips could go up to like five or something. You could do a piece up to like 15 minutes or something wild like that. But now they've made the group smaller because they don't want as many people mingling and, and spreading their projectile spittle. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and you'll love it, I promise. So, yeah, that's fine. And then written exam, you are actually able to physically have help from the teacher in the room. It's not going to be done in exam conditions. So, yes, you'll be doing it in school, but you will be able to, you know, literally sit down, put your hand up and go, sir, like, what, what do I do here? And then he'll be able to tell you. So... 
easy nine. Pass. You know what? Drama, you did a good job off call. You did a good job. You did a good job helping me on the exam that I was going to pass anyway. But, you know, props where props is needed. Then we move on to computing. Okay, I'm, I'm mentioning all my subjects because I don't really know anything about anything else. I'll move on to science in a bit. Um, so, yeah, we go over to computing. The, the life of computers. So, you're keeping all of the, the material apart from a project that wasn't even going to get marked anyway but was mandatory last year but now it's not mandatory so we don't actually have to do it but we wouldn't have got any more marks if we had done it last year but so it was basically a 24-hour project you had to spend 24 hours on it to program some nonsense um but it was just coursework that didn't mean anything you didn't get any marks for it you just had to do it though this year you don't have to do it so we get 24 hours back of lesson time which is quite nice uh, but you have to do all the other material so off call well done. Then we move over to science. Once again, nothing's changed. Everything's the same. Um, they don't, they want to kill us, basically. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm prepared to cry, crawl up into a ball, and probably have a heart attack slash stroke um, the week before exam term. So, pray for me. Pray for me. Um, yeah, so... But, however, let's move on to this. This is a bit of a, a bit of a, you know, a questionable subject. Think about it. Northampton's case, actually, before we get into this, let me. They, I'm gonna make a point. Northampton can go into lockdown again. It's it's. Have you been to Northampton and seen those big signs, those big black signs with the, um, the red, green, and yellow writing on it? It's like you need to keep safe. Red, red cases are rising. We're gonna we're gonna go on lockdown if we carry on going the way we're going. Blah 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 blah. So, is Northampton? going into lockdown a town wait no sorry a town where hundreds of factory workers tested positive for covid19 now has the highest rates in england the country oh no this is um, august no we don't want august we don't want august no we need something in september let me have a look september 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 News. Let's see. Uh, no, at, there's nothing really happening with Northampton. There's nothing, no big headlines. But you know, anything can happen. Um, uh, anything can happen. The whole MNS thing with loads of people getting, you know, tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, all of that, all of that stuff adds up, and it puts a strain because we they have um things called CAGs, which are center assessed grades, which I think is the correct term. Basically, it's the, you know, back when the A-levelers and GCSEers were getting their results and then the teachers had results and then Ofcore gave them results which were so wrong that, you know, caused caused a mini revolt, you know. Um, so those, the results that the teachers were giving, those were called CAG, Centre Assessed Grades, um, where basically they bring up all your data, all your past exam results, all your blah, 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 blah. 
And then they go and sit in front of a bunch of important people in school and go, right, this person should get a seven because this, 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 and this, this, and this. And they did this, this, and this, and they got this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And then the, the group of important people will go, yeah, give it to them. It's great. Or they'll go, mm, I need a bit more evidence. Or they'll go, actually, no, I think you should give, you're being too harsh on them. And then, you know, they, they did that for every single student. And um, that could happen if we're not able to physically sit down for exams. So let's say before October, the uh, government and the council or government or whatever goes, you know what, no, the cases in Northampton are way too high now. We need to go into national lockdown and then we don't get back by like Feb or something like that. Hopefully, fingers crossed, not because I won't be able to cope with something like that. Um, then um, we might not be able to see exams because, you know, February, March, April, that's two months till your first exam would be. Um, so that might not happen. So they might have to go and do CAGs, Centre Assessed Grades. Um, yeah, so that's scary. Or, and then they, or they were thinking, like, we were thinking that maybe off-core pushback exams to, like, July or something, which would also, like, finish all of us because how can you fit um, a bunch of exams for, like, eight subjects? potentially like load more than three exams for some of them like three exams for some of them for each subject in one month that would finish me f-i-n-i-s-h finish me if i spelled finish wrong don't come for me okay i i can't spell to save my life okay i I, it's just no finish me okay It, it, it 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 you come back in like September, you year tens, you year nine, sevens, and eights. You just see like statues. We commemorate the lives of these valiant year elevens who died here in July during exam month. <laughs> it would finish us. So they're like, maybe they'll give us a bit more time and push it back, blah, blah, blah. And then this basically was like the worst case scenarios, basically what's happening now. They'll remove a few things and then like everything would run as normal. Um, which would also finish us. So we don't really know what's happening. It's best case and worst case at the same time. It's just, it's not ideal. That's the phrase. It's not ideal at all. Um, so, yeah. Um, so let's just keep fingers crossed and just hope that, you know, things would just keep rolling and not get horrible. Um, that's the hope. Let me talk about something interesting. Let me talk about something interesting. Let's say there's got something to talk about that is in interesting hmm hmm oh okay guys go on to teams go on to chat click the little notepad with the pen or go and snap on snapchat um and then mess me on snap because you'll probably have my snap or go on emails and email me because you'll probably have my email um you would know my email if because every all of my listeners probably would know all this information or have some type of form of contacting me because you know small audience small world small fam it's cool and then or go and text me whatever please send me someone you would love to have as a guest on this show someone you would think is great as a guest and maybe they're a bit of a you know, maybe some, someone that's a bit of out of reach, maybe. But I will try because I am a persistent bugger. You know, I will go and I'll keep going and I'll keep going till I get what I want. Okay, that's a lie. Okay, no, no. 
I don't really know. I will try. But send me someone that you think would be great as a guest. You know, I would love to have some of your ideas. Because, you know, I'm having podcast block. I'm having podcast block. So, yeah, I need someone to bounce ideas off, have quick, witty chats. You know, we need we need this in our lives. We need this in our lives. And so, yeah. Um, who would you want? Who, who would you want to see on Mercedes's podcast? Who would you like to see? I would love to know who you'd like to see. I don't really know. There's nothing really ha- interesting happening. Let me talk about school. Let me talk about school. Let me talk about school. That's the whole reason, like, this podcast exists. Because of school and you guys from school. And, yeah. Let's talk about school. How's school been? How's school been, Mercedes? I'm talking third person. You got used to You better have gotten used to it by now. How is school like, Mercedes? It's just, it's tiring. Very tiring. Two-hour lessons. I didn't sign up for this. Two-hour lessons. How can I sit through two hours of maths? How can I sit through two hours of French? How can I sit through two hours of chemistry? How? It's ridiculous. You know, UK stage three years are lucky. You get an hour, then you get 50 minutes break. Hour, 15 minutes break. Hours, 30 minutes of lunch. Hour, 15 minutes break. And then you, you last hour, and then you go home. Me, I have two hours, 30 minute break. Two hours, 45 minutes lunch. Hour, go home. Are you like, oh, but you have 45 minute lunch. We only get 15 minutes lunch. No, 30 minutes lunch. No, 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 no. Just No. I would swap for you guys' thing any day of the week, of the month, of the year, and any, any day. If you say Mercedes, you can have five one-hour lessons, but your breaks will be short. You have more break, one five one-hour lessons, and, you know, you have breaks in between every single one of them, but your lunch is a bit shorter. I'll be like... Wait, it was our question. I thought you, you're joking. That that's no question. Obviously, I'm gonna take it. So yeah, it's very stressful. It's very tiring. It's very what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Hmm. I can't think of adjectives to to describe the ambiance of school at the moment. It's just, it's just there. I don't know. It's it's like. I've left, but I never left. You know? It's like I left, but I never left. Yeah. It's just different, but not different at the same time. So much to learn. So much stress. So much homework. So much everything. So much everything. It's just a lot. But yeah, I don't really know. Let's do something fun. Let's see. Let's see. Fun things to talk about things to talk about see i need i actually need prompts i need prompts you know um what is the craziest most outrageous thing that i want to achieve what is the craziest and most outrageous thing that mercedes wants to achieve i want to be some kind of personality you know i want to make people smile in life I want to be someone that brings people... I want to be someone that brings people joy, you know. Um, and that might sound... That might not sound so crazy and outrageous, but I want it to be, like, millions of people. 
that I can make smile and make laugh and make happy. I don't just want a few people, which is great. No, like I'm not even saying like I'm I'm appreciating every single listener that I get, even if it's once one a week. I don't mind. Like I appreciate it to the max because I know someone takes the time out of their day to come and listen, and it's just I appreciate it so much. But I want to get to the point where I have thousands, even millions of people that can smile at the crazy and wacky and weird jokes that I make um, and hopefully grow to become a person that just brings people joy, brings myself joy, lives a life of joy. And that's the aim. That's the ultimate goal. Have your parents influenced what kind of goals I have? Yes. Um, definitely. My parents have ensured that I work very hard for the things that I want. Um, being a, a, a woman of colour, I guess, in UK, a woman of colour, am I a class woman? Female of colour, a girl of colour, a black girl in the UK, okay? You have to work doubly hard for doubly of everything, no, doubly hard for the same thing. And yes, it might, it might get better, maybe you don't even notice in day-to-day life, but the difference between, I don't know how to explain to you, it's taken so long to build the name that I have for myself. I can't even tell you the hours that has gone into and the, the, the hours that I have give, that I've given to people and the effort that I put into every single thing that I do to try and, you know, build this reputation for myself to the point where now things seem that they're a bit easier, you know, like I can get a positive point just as easy I can you know I'm classed as some kind of teacher's pet easy you know I I I get the opportunities easy but it's taken months and years to get to this point it was an image and a name that I had to create for myself from the get-go because as a, a, a black female you can't it's hard it's hard to say but let's take a, a black boy for example in year seven I'm sure, I'm not even going to lie to you, when, when a group of um, black boys or coloured male, black coloured boys walk into a class, I'm sure in the year seven for the first time, I'm sure the first thing a teacher in their head would say is like, oh, here we go, they're going to cause noise, it's going to cause racket, they're going to cause da 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 da, or they see a big group of black girls, they're like, oh, they're just going to chat or lesson, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of the time, that's true. But a lot of the time, that's not true either. And it's something that you've had to break out. And yes, maybe even teachers don't notice that they do this, but it is a subconscious stereotyping. And it's something that I, as a person, have had to work so hard to break out of, to not be part of that subconscious stereotype to walk into a classroom and the teacher know that I am not here to play I'm not here to be disrespected I'm not here to be treated less than that I'm not saying that I am treated less than that that's not the point but I'm saying that if I was just your average plain Jane Joe school would be very different for me School would be very different for me. And my parents have taught me that, Mercedes, when you want something in life, yes, in this society, you need to work twice as hard for it. But at some point, at some point down the line, you will get twice the reward. It might take longer than your your white female, white male counterpart. Doesn't matter. Because somewhere down the line, 
you will reap what you sow. And in this case, I'm hoping I sowed some good fruit. Speaking of fruit, I have two apple trees in my garden and a bunch of worms have came and chewed like holes through the apples. And I've noticed this with worms. Only one worm chews through one apple. You never, ever, ever get like several holes in an apple. No, 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 no. One hole per apple. And it's the most annoying thing in the world. So next year before harvest season, we're getting the older trees sprayed down with pesticide because we cannot have worms chewing our apples just no 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 but yeah um, that's just i really like i've went overboard what fashion trend what is a fashion trend you're really glad went away fashion trend that i'm glad went away oh i know Cordery trousers. Just take a minute for that to sink in. Just let me, just take a minute. Cordery trousers. Corduroy. Corduroy trousers. I think I'm pronouncing it right now. I had a pair of fluorescent pink corduroy trousers as a kid. If you don't know what corduroy material is, I think it's like, I think it, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's corduroy, but it's like that velvety kind of material with the lines all through it, like lines, and it's like quite like a velvety kind of texture. Oh my gosh, who in the world thought, mm, you know what, let me just cut these into like elongated, elongated leg shapes and then like sew them up and then sell them to children who do not need to be punished. Like, who in the world in their right mind thought that that would be a fashion statement? That fashion, I'm glad, went. And I hope it burns. Oh, disgusting. Um, okay, number four. Do I play any musical instruments? You went through this. I have a guitarist, I'm a pianist, I'm a clarinetist, and I'm a singer. We go through that. We move. What is my guilty pleasure? What do I like to do? Okay, every once in a while, I'll get, like, a bunch of, like, you know, um treat size Haribo packets and I'll lay them all out and then I'll open them all up and then like put them in like a plate or a bowl or whatever and then just eat them all all like just all of them and I love it I love it so much and I like sort them out into the different categories oh my gosh ah and I want to eat Haribos let me stop talking that's my guilty pleasure okay what word or saying from the past do you think should come back um, actually, we'll sing a lesson the other day, and um, I don't remember, was it? I don't remember what it was. And the teacher said, peg it up the field. Like, you peg it. You know when you, like, peg it, like, run really fast? And then, like, she was like, is that what you kids say nowadays? And a bunch of people were like, no, we don't say that anymore, miss. But, like, I love that phrase. Like, I pegged it up the field to get the football. Like, I pegged it up the street. I remember when the... World Cup happened and England was playing. I was like in year seven or something and me and my closest boy bestie pegged it all the way home to go and catch the match. We ran. Like usually it takes us about 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes to walk home. We got there in seven. We ran home. We ran home to catch the match because the match was at 3.30 and we closed school at 3.15. So we ran we ran so we pegged it home i love that phrase pegged it love that 
What do you bring with you everywhere I go? Well, coronavirus times, mask and hand sanitizer everywhere. All, all the time. Everywhere. Everywhere. What's the most annoying habit someone can have? I don't really want to say because I could probably carry those traits and I don't want to be a hypocrite. And I feel like everyone is beautiful and I don't feel like you should judge people. Yes. Uh, what is the strangest dream I ever had? Okay, when I was a kid, I had this like dream that I used to have over and over and over again. And it was basically my mom went to the shops and the shop was at the top of this hill. You know, like in Peppa Pig, where everything is on top of this hill and like it drops at like a 90 degree angle around the side. And I'm just like, why is your house not like falling? So basically, like, the shop was, like, on top of a hill like that. And my mum parked the car at an angle, so, like, teetering, like, on the corner of it. And I was, like, in the back, like, in, like, a car seat. And I always watched this from third person. It was, like, cartoony-like. I don't really know. And, like, the handbrake. My mum left the car. She locked the car door and she quickly ran into the shop. And then, like, the handbrake just all of a sudden came off. And I just started rolling back down the hill. And I was, like, a little baby in the back. I don't know why I had that dream. But that was the strangest dream. And I had it over and over and over and over again. Okay? If you had intro music, what song would it be? Why? Well, um... If you want to go rewind to the beginning and go listen to the intro song that I have, that I made. Oh, I guess that is my intro song, so yeah. Um, what was the best invention of the last 50 years? 50 years? Cheers, man, I'm only 15. 50, 50, do I even know what happened 50 years ago? My mum wasn't even around 50 years ago. My dad wasn't even around 50 years ago. 50. Um, the mobile phone, obviously. Duh, I thought that was pretty obvious. My phone. I'm recording this on my phone. I text my friends on my phone. Take pictures on my phone. Play games on my phone. Watch videos on my phone. Call people on my phone. Da 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 da. On my phone. Everything can be done on my phone. Do my homework on my phone. Um, local teams on my phone. Check my emails on my phone. Blah 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 blah. On my phone. So, it's great. First best invention in the last fifty years. Um, where is the most awe-inspiring place you have been? I don't really travel, so like currently answer that. Um, I've not really seen. Oh, awe-inspiring! Not actually. I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to travel to find something awe-inspiring. Okay, in my old house. In my old house, we had a sky window. You know those windows that like um. They're like in the sky, you know, like in the roof. They're like in the roof of your house, and they like point towards the sky. But you can kind of see, you can see out still. Though. So they're like at an angle. We had one of them, and outside was the most beautiful view: green trees, church, like big church. It was just, it was so beautiful. And like when the sun was rising, it was just so beautiful. When the sun was setting. Or like when it was a bright, clear, sunny day. It was the most inspiring and beautiful thing. And at those moments in time, I wish I was art- I was artistic because it was so beautiful. Um, yeah. What book has influenced me the most? I would say the Bible because I'm a good Christian child of God. Barring that, uh, <laughs> barring that, I would say the most inspiring book I have read. The Book of Man, I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure. I'll come back to you. I'll tell you next episode what the name, what the name of it, and I'll read the blurb to you. It's a really good book. Um, I don't, I don't think I can't remember. I can't remember the title of the book. Forget Book of Man. It might, it might be wrong. But like, oh, I don't know. I'll come back to you next week about that one. Um, 
can you describe your life with a six-word sentence? Um, stressful, funny. Lots of oh, that's three words. Um, workful is that even a word? I've created a work. Work. I've created a word. Workful. It's workful. Full of work. Workful. <laughs> um, I'm giving six words. Um, inspiring. Um, innovative and. Knowledgeable. I feel like that. That's a good six words. I'm changing that, and I'm keeping that. Is there such thing as a soul? Well, as a Christian, if you haven't guessed, good Christian child of God, I believe that there is a soul. I believe that the eyes are the window to the soul. Like when you stare deep into someone's eyes, gets awkward. But then at the same time, you can read emotions. I feel. I feel like there is such thing as a soul. What about you? Um, is happiness an end goal? Is it simply byproduct of other things? Um. I feel like it's both, to be honest. You get happiness from things in life. You can't just say that you happiness, you don't need anything in life to get happiness because that's, that's a lie. Whoever tells you that is a very lonely and sad person who um, needs someone to talk to. Um, <laughs> you need things in life to make you happy. I'm not saying that means materialistic things. That can mean friends, that can mean family, that can mean love, that can mean anything. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying right now that m- money is not bad either. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. If I have money, fr- if I have friends, family, people that I love have money, jobs are good in. Like, pfft. and then happiness is the end goal because if you have all that good stuff in your life, you should die happy. I feel like that's the ultimate goal and it is a result of things that happen in your life. Um, does, en- does anyone believe in ghosts? Yes, I do believe, I do believe that people believe in ghosts i personally do not believe in ghosts is love dependence on another no um oh wait is love dependence on another in what way because you depend for some no no love is not dependence on another love is not dependence on another people can love one another not expect anything from them not even emotional. You know, like, people that are, I don't know, upset. Oh, I don't even know. Like, no, I, I don't think love is dependence on another. I don't feel like that's the thing. Do I speak any other languages? Oui, je parle le français. No, I, I don't speak French um, fluently at all. Um, but I do study French. So, no, I don't actually speak any other languages fluently. Ne pas casser tu? I like to speak tree. I, I, I speak tree. I, well, I understand tree. I don't really speak it. Tree is my um, is the Ghanaian language that, I, that my parents speak to us at home with. But I don't really speak it. Um, yeah. Mitu tree. I do. I, I understand it. But I don't casa. I don't casa tree. I don't speak it. Um, what local events are you looking, looking forward to? Nothing because of coronavirus. Uh, is there life after death? I do believe so, good Christian child of God. I do believe that there is life after death. I feel like, why not? You know what? Why not? Why not believe that there is something beautiful waiting for you when the world turns dark after life? 
Why not believe? Because there is no harm in believing that. Is it the fear of no or think? Is it the fear of thinking that you will not get there, and not just not having to rely on that disappointment that could ultimately come for you? But at the same time, if you're a good person, I feel like you should. It's nice to believe that there's something lovely waiting for you after you're done on the world. I feel like it's just a beautiful thing. I don't feel it's something negative, and you know what? Yeah, I just believe that there's life after death. Do I like spending time alone or with friends? Both. I love my own company. Um, well, you might notice since I speak for a whole hour on a podcast by myself, speaking to myself like a crazy person. But I also love spending time with friends and making people laugh and people making me laugh. Me and my friends are probably the most obscure weirdest people you would ever meet so many inside jokes so much hidden humor and like we've joined forces within a force we've joined forces like the power rangers we have combined into a bigger group with three other people who were a group before you know because us drama kids have to stick together and they don't get our humor at all sometimes they sometimes just sit there and look at us whilst we're literally crying our eyes out and it's just hilarious i love my friendship group so much um my friends and yeah it's both um and last question do you think there will ever be a world war three again christian i'm a christian i bring religion into this i don't really want to do this but you know a lot of these these are questions that some of you guys might want to know some of you guys probably don't care about but i do feel like there will be some kind of world war three i do feel like there will be some kind of conflict when i am in some at some time in the future it's ultimate i feel like it is unavoidable it's unavoidable it's unavoidable like the way the world's going i feel like it's going to happen at some point so yeah, that is 25 questions about me. Okay, guys, I've talked enough. Next week, I will have a guest. And go back and listen to episode, um, episode 10, end of season one. Roadman Nun, boom, boom, boom. Beginning of season two. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. If you're new, I didn't finish my intro. No, we're going to do it again. I didn't say it properly. I didn't say it properly. My gosh, I didn't say it properly. We're going to do it now. We're doing it now. We're doing it now. Okay. It's the CCS Podcast. Drops it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good day to you all. Welcome to the CCS Podcast with your hostess, with the mostess, Mercedes Obeng. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming round and um, joining the fam. And if this isn't your first time coming round, thank you for coming round, coming back again and taking the time to listen to me yammer on about nonsense for an hour. See, that's how it's supposed to be done. I'm so sorry, guys. Next week, we're going to jump back on it. I fell off. I'm so sorry. I fell off. Season two, I got hyped, and then I just forgot. I'm sorry, sorry. But, like, I I hope I made up for it. So, you know what? I'm just going to transform into my smooth radio voice. Um, So, yeah, guys. I will have a guest on next week. Um, We're going to do some great things. Um, It's going to be great. It's going to be great fun. And um, just thank you so much for coming back. Go back and listen to episode 10, The Roadman Nun. I'd really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, just just take this time to relax and listen to my calm, soothing voice drifting through your ears. Okay? Just take the time. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed me ranting and literally my voice um, shattering to pieces. Um, I just want to say that i really appreciate you guys coming around every week to come and listen to me talk really bigs up my ego really makes me feel special really makes me feel like someone cares in this world 
pets and dogs <laughs> so once again thank you guys for listening and i hope to see you next week with a guest hopefully goodbye it does sound like the end of not the countdown. Goodbye. No, I don't end my podcast like this. You know this already. Goodbye. Have a good week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Like that was just, that was just weird. Bye. <laughs>